Hey people, welcome back to another episode in Salesforce Cast podcast and this is Teja. In this podcast, we'll be talking about one of the most easiest and uh, I would say important topic as long as you're dealing with something called integration, but unfortunately, it is perceived as one of the most confusing topics and the topic I'm referring to is different authorization techniques. And uh, if you look at major types of authorization techniques, there are two major types of authorization techniques. They are namely OAuth and JWT. Agreed, there is something called API tokens, but then this doesn't fall under something called authorization technique because when we use API tokens, nowhere we are asking the user to, uh, you know, log in with his uh, credentials. Agreed that two-way data transfer happens using API tokens. but nowhere the concept of authorization comes into uh, this two way data transfer and hence it cannot be considered as one of the authorization techniques so like how i have mentioned earlier the two major types of authorization techniques that are available are oauth and jwt so let me try to throw some light on these two things so let us go ahead and let us start with something called oauth oauth is basically a protocol and uh, oauth is a commonly used way for internet users to grant website access to their information on other websites like facebook google and uh, other websites but without giving them the password at this point of time what i have mentioned just now might be uh, fogazy and confusing so let me go ahead and let me elaborate what i was trying to convey so for the sake of assumption let us assume that there is a website called xyz and user wants to grant permission to this website called xyz to his information on other websites like facebook and google but he doesn't want to give the password to this website called xyz then we can implement something called oauth so let us consider this website called xyz once again so you have this website called xyz to the top you will find a button which says uh, login or sign up so user clicks on login and it asks you do you want to login with uh, google credentials or facebook credentials so on so forth so user clicks on maybe google or facebook button and then user will be redirected back to that platform's login page so if the user has chosen facebook then probably the user will be navigated back to facebook's login page and if the user has chosen google then he'll be uh, redirected back to google's login page wherein the user is expected to put his password so he's trying to authenticate against google or facebook server so once after user signs in once after the login attempt is successful the user will be redirected back to the website called xyz so we tried giving access to this website called xyz to that particular users information on websites like facebook google and other websites without giving passwords to this website xyz so this is the basic concept of uh, oauth we'll come back to how oauth functions and steps involved in uh, implementing this and other things in a moment so let me go ahead and let me try to throw some light on what is jwt so jwt stands for json web tokens jwt is just a token format and uh, it is a mechanism for transmitting data between parties uh, as a as a json object so data will be transmitted 
between different parties and the data transmission will happen in the form of json objects and the transmission will happen in a way that they can be trusted and also verified because it is digitally signed and since it is digitally signed it is not possible to tamper the uh, data which is being transferred as i've mentioned earlier we'll try to get into the actual mechanism or implementation in some time so just to rephrase what we have discussed so far oauth is basically a protocol and it is a common way used uh, by internet users to grant access to various websites to their information which are stored on other websites like facebook and google without giving them the actual passwords that is what oauth is all about and as i've mentioned earlier jwt is just a token format and it is a mechanism used for uh, transmission of data between different parties in the form of uh, json object and the transmission happens in a very secured way because it is digitally signed so this is all about oauth and jwt so now let's go ahead and let us look at how does oauth and uh, jwt actually work so let us start with oauth and as long as authorization with oauth is concerned it is basically a three step process for the sake of understanding let us go ahead and let us assume that there is a website called xyz and user clicks on a button called login in website xyz once after user clicks on this first step initiates and then user will be redirected to the third party website like facebook or google or dropbox or box.com against which you want the user to get authenticated and then user has to provide his credentials and he has to submit it and in case the authorization is successful or in case the login attempt is successful that is when the second step kicks in and the user will be redirected to a specific url within the website xyz so when the user is redirected to this particular url within the website xyz the third party authorization server also sends something called authorization code so when the user is redirected to this particular url along with the authorization code in the uh, url we can say that second step is ended and then the third step kicks in in third step what we need to do is we need to strip the authorization code from the query string and we need to trade in this authorization code to get something called access token so we need to form a http request and we need to trade in we need to give this authorization code that is when the server responds back with something called access token so in the back end what happens is server takes this authorization code it checks if this authorization code is issued by the server and in case if the authorization code is not tampered and in case the user in question is a legitimate user then the server gives back something called uh, a json response which will have something called access token so we need to once again strip something called access token and we need to make use of this access token and we need to form http requests to fetch some data or push some data so on and so forth so with every request that we make we have to make that request along with the access token that we got from the third step it's only then when we want to fetch some data we can fetch it when we want to push some data to the server it will be allowed by the server so this is how it is basically a three step process and in case you have checked my salesforce advanced apex programming web series there we looked into something called 
box and salesforce integration where i have implemented oa 2.0 authorization and since we're talking about the web series let me take a moment and mention something launch price for the annual plan that i have published a month back is coming to an end so probably in a day or two the price will be bumped so in case you are interested i would say this is the best time to get the most out of it and now let us get back to something called json web tokens so let us actually look at how jwt works so again for the sake of assumption let us say that there is a website called xyz and user clicks on this button so user will be redirected back to third party authorization servers login page may it be google facebook so on so forth so user gives his username and password combination once after the login is successful what happens is the server generates something called jwt token and this jwt token will be sent back to the user on the client side will be stripping this jwt token and include this jwt token in the next request that we make so with the next request that we make will include the jwt token and we'll send the request so once after a request is made what the server does is it takes the jwt token and it verifies the signature and once after it comes to a conclusion that it is not tampered and it is a legitimate jwt token that is when the server responds back with the resource or route or information that the user requested for in the http request if you look at the structure of these tokens they have a very compact form and json web tokens consists of three parts separated by a dot let us look at each and every part the first part is header and the second part is payload and the third part is signature as i've mentioned earlier all these three parts are separated by a dot and if we try to understand what information do we have in header payload and signature header will have information about the algorithm which is used and the type of uh, tokens used and payload will have information related to subject or i can i can put it in this way payload will have data about the user and uh, information related to issuer and other things the third part which is signature which is used to verify the message hasn't been tampered along the way so this is how the json web token structure is and now that we have a very clear understanding of how oauth and jwt tokens work let us go ahead and let us try to understand when to use oauth and when to use jwt in case we have a very simple requirement or scenario like a single client application or a single api then it might not pay off to go with oauth 2.0 it doesn't justify the effort we'll be putting in to implement oauth here jwt tokens are preferred when you want to implement something called stateless authentication mechanism when i say stateless what i mean is something where you don't have to maintain uh, session information in case you want to implement stateless authentication then it is better that you go with jwt as i have mentioned earlier jwt tokens are very much secured and they cannot be tampered with because they are digitally signed and when you look at when to use oauth oauth solves a problem that user wants to access the data using client software like browser based web apps native mobile apps or desktop apps then it is preferred that we implement something called oauth and one thing that i would like to mention is since jwt is stateless it wouldn't be possible for you to implement something called sign out functionality because the server doesn't store any information 
or it doesn't maintain any session of the logged in user and if you want to implement such functionality then it is prefer that we go with oauth so this comes into picture when we wanted to know when to use jwt and when to use oauth so i hope that i have given enough information about uh, different authorization techniques which is jwt and oauth i hope this information is useful to you so let me end this podcast here this is teja signing off Don't you know? Don't you know? It's getting low. It's getting low.